Chapter 1 Carmel by the Sea, California, 1910 With each stroke of her paintbrush, Anna Lewis's heart soared. The watercolor painting of Carmel's white sandy beach and gently rolling Pacific Ocean would surely give her recognition. The wind blew a lock of hair across her face as she sat on the wooden bench next to a cypress tree, her easel before her. She tucked the wispy strand behind her ear, pushed up her leg of mutton sleeves, and dipped her brush into the cerulean blue, adding a few touches to the paper. Horses' hooves clip-clopped behind her. She glanced over her shoulder. A buggy passed on the narrow street, driving by the quaint bungalows bordering the shoreline. A man strode up the beach, his hands deep in his trouser pockets, and his hat pushed low on his forehead. Anna brought the pointed end of the brush to her mouth and watched him tread near the water's edge with long, determined steps. She adjusted her wide-brimmed hat and squinted for a better look. From the way the man walked, he must be mulling over something important. He stopped and faced the ocean. The waves crashed against the shore, the water rushing close to his feet. His lone figure added a touch of poignancy to the landscape and beckoned to be part of her painting. But before she had a chance to paint his form, he turned and walked up the beach toward her. His brows were furrowed and his lips pressed together in a firm line. And yet, even with this worried expression, he was a most handsome man. Her stomach tightened and her heart raced. Would he speak to her? Ask her what she was painting? Maybe discuss the weather, or possibly tell her what caused his troubled appearance? The man approached within ten feet of her. Anna stole a breath and lifted the sides of her mouth into her best smile. Excuse me, sir. She lifted a hand. Do you mind standing there by the cypress tree? The man looked at her. Did you say something? His voice lacked enthusiasm, and his eyes held a distant look. Would you be so kind as to hold still? I'd like to add your form to my painting. Surely the lilt in her voice and the smile she passed his way would bring a change in his demeanor. The rim of her hat bobbed up and down as another gust of air blew across her face. The gentleman gave her a quizzical expression, but obliged and leaned against the tree. Did he hear her words, or was he so lost in his own thoughts that he'd agreed without understanding what she'd asked? Before he changed his mind, Anna sketched his form with her graphite pencil. With delicate strokes, she created his head and neck, broad shoulders, and thin waist. After depicting the rest of him, she cleaned her brush, dipped it into the russet color, and filled in the man's image. Once finished, she called to her subject. Thank you very much. You've been most helpful. I hope I didn't take too much of your time. The young man tipped his hat and shuffled toward the narrow street. Anna nibbled her lower lip, questioning her decision. She painted scenes, not portraits, and now she'd possibly ruined what could have been her best landscape to date. Of course, at this point, the drawing could be of anyone since the man's features were unrecognizable. Anna rose from the wood bench and called to him. Sir, would you like to see the painting? The timbre of her voice was eager, hopeful. Without uttering a sound, he strode the few paces toward her. Anna gestured to the artwork clipped to the easel. Would he appreciate the portrayal? He looked at the painting and pulled his trouser pockets inside out in an exaggerated fashion. I don't have any money. You'll have to sell it to some other bloke who can give you spare change. Spare change? Indeed. Had he mistaken her for a peddler of cheap wares rather than an artist? Her face heated. Or maybe he purposely chose to hurt her feelings because of his foul mood. 
Obviously, this man didn't understand art, nor did he know how to speak kindly to a woman. It isn't for sale, Anna's voice wavered. She cleared her throat and straightened her spine. I thought you might enjoy seeing yourself in the painting is all. His eyes widened. He leaned forward for a closer view and pointed to the image. You mean to tell me the simple brown form on the beach is me? Why, yes. Don't you see the way I captured the slump of your shoulders and the weariness in your stance? Two could play at this game. In his bent position, he cocked his head her way and then stood to his full height. Lines etched his forehead. My lady, if you'd had the day I've had, you'd be sympathetic to my plight. Anna brought her hands to her slender hips. And what plight might that be? The man's lips tightened. Today was to be my wedding day, but it appears my bride has discovered a new love, my cousin.